0: episode of 1923 Main Street.
1: Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts.
0: I am Mike Braddock.
1: And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, openings and closings across the Disneys and the Epcot Foodie Guide for the Flower and Garden Festival. Yeah,
0: there's a ton of news this week, so we're going to dive right into it. Let's start with these openings and closings. And you know, one of these in particular is going to make a lot of people upset. And another one has me intrigued, and I'm a little bit worried. So let's start with the one that is going to upset the biggest group of people. Trails End is closing at Fort Wilderness. Now, it looks like it's the end of the trail. It's the end of the ride, people.
1: Yes, because they have announced that it will be closing in April, and it's not reopening Except as a quick service restaurant. So yeah, so no
0: longer. it's going to be apparently like a marketplace, which they've done at The other moderates, which would be like Port Orleans, they have type of a marketplace concept. So this is going to be sad, you know, trails end. This goes Could way back. Could they not
1: just build a new market?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess why? Well, the buffet people aren't going to be happy. I can tell you that. Especially the dessert counter people who love to really pile it on at Trails End. And, you know, I like Trails End. For me, it goes way back to the 70s when we used to make custom pizzas there. So if you're listening and you remember those days, you'd go into Trails End, create your own pizza, and it went through a little conveyor belt through the ovens, and then you got your custom-made pizza. So that was sort of self-serve, but not really table. But anyway, they're changing it to a marketplace. It is closing, and I don't even know if it's going to still be called Trails End.
1: Really? That'd be inter- it'd be interesting to see what they do with it because I, I know a lot of people would be mad, especially if they didn't hear the news. Yeah. It's called Trails End and they go after a couple of years and it's just a random quick service.
0: So that is the first closing, not permanent, but closing for quite a while. Next one up...
1: The concierge lounge at Disney's Boardwalk Inn will be closing for refurbishment on March 11th and on staying that way until the end of April. Yeah,
0: so if you had club level booked, I'm sure they warned you, but if you're anywhere in that area, you are going to hear construction noise. Have a fun
1: March break, everyone.
0: Just remember. Disney couldn't wait one week. If you're staying at boardwalk anywhere near the concierge club level, it's going to be a little bit noisy. So those two closings, and now an opening, a long-awaited opening.
1: After seven months, Narcosis is finally reopening with a new design of the land and sea themes. And I'm not sure how I feel about this.
0: You know, okay, so first of all, it's opening on April 1st. You can start booking reservations. We're going to have to wait to try it because we just miss it. We're there just the week before, and then we're back in the summer. Now, yeah, I've been reading this. If Check our show notes for this and everything else, as always, for all the details but I was hoping it was going to be a fully refreshed menu and stuff. It doesn't sound like it. What it sounds like to me is they've redesigned the restaurant, so they've updated and freshened up the restaurant, which is good. But there's a lot of old stuff that's back, and there are a few new menu items, but they sound like they're sort of mostly apps and desserts. And my worry is, if you listened to me at all for a while or read my blog before we started this podcast— Narcusi's, for many, many years, 15 years, I'd say, was my favorite restaurant in all of Walt Disney World. And then about eight or 10 years ago, it sort of went off a cliff. It just got tired. The food was just not bad, but for the prices you paid, we were getting better food at the Grand Floridian Cafe and certainly Citrico. So it went from one of the best to falling off a cliff to mediocre, tired. The cast members there, unfortunately, were not. The greatest anymore it just was a tired dated restaurant and it showed in both the service and the food so it went completely off my top 10 list now that's why i've been looking forward to this so we will try it they do have a lot of the same things right this blackened red fish is back a lot of the other appetizers and main courses the filet and lobster is back so i don't know what's new they just I fixed it up
1: if maybe they changed like their provider or if they changed the staff or maybe it was something like that
0: you know the only but... thing we can hope is if you're in a nice clean fresh new environment that that's true it might the have kitchen been staff are better yeah, or, or perhaps better. it was the
1: kitchen like maybe the kitchen was also renovated And that was contributing to the food.
0: Good point. Uh, Hopefully it's not just cosmetic in the dining room and the kitchen still got old, you know, equipment, if it was old. Anyway, Mm -hmm. one thing they have that you, if you like to drink, (laughs) there's a new wine list and there's a ton of new cool cocktails and botanical liqueurs and all sorts of stuff and some mocktails or non-alcoholic cocktails. So at least the bar sounds like it did get a really good refresh. So we're going to have to wait and see is this going to bring it back? And Ohana's in the same boat right now. It went off a cliff shortly after Narcosis, the two of them. It is tired old. And if you ate there way in the past and you eat there now, we don't even go there anymore because it's it's nowhere near what it used to be. And it's sad, right? It's sad to see these classic things get ignored. So Narcosis was not ignored. They've renovated it. It's reopening.
1: We'll have to see. I have faith that it can redeem itself.
0: Yeah. Stay tuned for our take and we'll watch other reviews. All right, let's hop across to Disneyland, who just came out of a bit of a snow.
1: Yes. Real snow,
0: (laughs) not the fake magical snow.
1: San Francisco Square will appear at Disney's California Adventure Park in summer 2023. So this is what Pacific Wharf is actually transforming into from Big Hero Sit.
0: Yeah, they announced this at D23. We now know when it's happening. I'm not sure. Again, you know, this goes back to a theme we've talked about a lot. I don't know if listeners agree or not. These things were Disney, so but we as we know, they're just going with this paintbrush and slapping a Disney brand on every single thing that wasn't related to a movie, right? Yeah. If they have anything that's not tied to a movie, they're making it a movie tie-in. And this is just the next one to get knocked off the list. Pixar Pier is another example. And that's why we're wondering what's going to happen with Rock and Roller Coaster, whether or not it's right now, Eventually, it will happen. When Aerosmith's name comes off there, I'll bet you it is a Disney tie-in, not just another band. Anyway, it doesn't mean it's bad. It's just, I, you know, those things are Disney. You don't have to slap a brand. But anyway, this is going to be a mashup of San Francisco and Tokyo. If you have seen the movie, you get it. And you are still going to get to get those soup bowls. And they've said, you know, some of the favorites are back, but then there'll be also some new things. So we'll see. I'm sure it's going to be good. I like that yeah. area. I really love uh, Pacific Wharf. So hopefully it's still a good area. I think this one won't be dramatically affected in either way. Hopefully it's even better. And there is a cool new beer garden. Yeah. So- <laughs> so, well, thank gosh for that. Just like at Narcussis, you see my theme. All else fails. There is a new outdoor beer garden.
1: Maybe coming. that's their strategy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of new things that are being added.
1: Yes, new theme parks and new dates are added for Disney After Hours events. So Epcot has been added to the roster. This will start on June 1st. And the price includes, of course, ice cream, Popcorn beverages, or well, select beverages at carts throughout the park, and disney's Typhoon Lagoon will also have their H2O Glow Nights back on May 20th, and Hollywood Studios will also be adding more dates starting May 3rd. Tickets are now on sale with the usual discounts for DVC members and annual pass holders as well.
0: Yeah, and you know, not to rain on parades, we we don't find these to be good value, quite frankly. You pay a lot. And the lines aren't necessarily short. Yeah, you get a free popcorn and ice cream, but they're super expensive now. Like I love, as you know, we love pay for play, right? So by all means, go and have fun. I used to love going to these things, but there's just not much to it.
1: I just wanted to say personally, I think perhaps if it's an off season, you might get more for your money. But if you're going to one, especially like on March break or where it's really crowded, so is everyone else. So are all of the other annual pass holders and all of the other DVC people that are there and that think they're going to get less crowds. If you're a local, maybe you think, oh, it's going to be quieter. It's really not.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, we never know. They never say how many tickets they're selling. So we don't know if they sell more during these high periods or less or whatever. Probably not less. Anyway, there's more dates. So if you love these things, Disney After Hours, there's really no theming to it, at least on like a villain's night, which wasn't the greatest, but they improved it. At least there's something more to it. So they're getting expensive, but uh, you know, if you want to go, they're okay. They're not bad. And it's I just... also
1: think maybe they're of a better value if you don't get a regular day park ticket. If you just go at night because you get admission at like six, for example, and then maybe it's a better use of your money that way because if you're paying for both, it's really unnecessary in my personal opinion. Yeah. But
0: All right. Let's jump back across to Disneyland. So much news this week. We'll keep it moving. The Villas at Disneyland Hotel gave us our first look at the guest rooms. What do you think? Talk about what they are. So this is a 12-story tower. Just to refresh everyone, at Disneyland Hotel, it's a Disney Vacation Club tower. Opens in September. And now we know what the rooms are going to be like.
1: Yes. So the rooms are themed based on Disney movies.
0: Oh, shocker. (laughs)
1: Like the Jungle Book, Sleeping Beauty, Princess and the Frog, and the one and two bedrooms also feature Fantasia and Princess and the Frog. And there is also a multi-level grand villa, which is Phenomenal. It sleeps up to twelve and has Disney sprinkled all over the space with a full kitchen, large dining area, double-sided fireplace connecting the living area from the inside to the outdoor balcony. And the first floor also has a primary suite inspired by Bambi with the second floor featuring two bedrooms and ensuite bathrooms from moana and frozen plus the washer dryer room
0: yeah they say it's a spiral staircase which i don't know if that appeals to everyone
1: frozen fractals all around but something that really popped out to me when looking at these rooms is the disneyland tower feels very bay lake-esque but better
0: yeah it's interesting i'm starting to get a feel now so in the old days as we've been discussing Everything was pretty unique, but now it's becoming, you know, just they're doing so much stuff. They sort of take a concept and repurpose it. So the thing I don't like about Disneyland Hotel is that there's no balconies. And most of this tower is like that. However, the Grand Villa... And I don't know if any of the ones and two, it's hard to tell from the pictures, do have balconies.
1: They have three balconies. They yeah. have two small side balconies and then they have the one massive so penthouse So I can't wait to see the,
0: yeah, the points for this night, <laughs> for yeah. this thing. But maybe we'll try it someday. It's just
1: really interesting because it feels like the same, not energy, but it has the same probably base design as Bay Lake. Yeah. But it just feels more upscale, almost the decor. cleaner in a way. Yeah. Yes, the decor, more almost more modern or more contemporary than the actual contemporary. Yeah, so if if you haven't seen the
0: pictures and you know what Bay Lake Tower looks like inside, it's sort of like that. I have a feeling, I'm going to put this out there now, that the Polynesian, the new villas, are also going to follow this exact same kind of style. And I don't hate it. I I enjoy it. I don't know. I used to like when everything was sort of so different. Like Fort Wilderness was Western and Polynesian was Polynesian and Grand Floridian was Victorian. And now it's just like sort of... The same furniture with different decor over top of it. But anyway, you know, I, do, I, do, I guess I, definitely, I miss the old days I definitely
1: much. understand what you mean at Disney World. Disneyland Tower specifically, it never really had a theme. So I don't mind what they're doing with it. I like yeah, I like what they're true. doing with it. And they do have some little nuances or some little colored furniture for a pop of color. I like I, it. I think it's nice.
0: I think it goes back to the fun fact that Disneyland Hotel originally was not owned by Disney. Oh. So they just hired someone to build a hotel on or. Someone, you know, they licensed this hotel next to it. Disney eventually bought it.
1: It is very sleek, yeah. but the outside, I have to agree, does resemble something that would be made by an outside developer. It's kind of giving like expensive apartment building yeah. almost. But all right, if you're I'm an annual fan.
0: pass holder at Walt Disney World and you manage to keep your pass, you're getting a few new perks. We have those on our website. So check those out. If you, I'm sure you know about them already, but in case you don't, we've listed them all. Now let's jump into. What Amelia's been waiting for.
1: The Epcot Flower and Garden Festival Foodie Guide. Finally, I live for the foods and this season has got some pretty good offerings.
0: Yeah, so a lot of the good old stuff is back. As always, check our show notes and our blog post at 1923mainstreet.com where we have every single thing listed at every location. But what we do now, since there's so much we don't want to bore you, we look at all the new stuff and give you the top picks for what's new. So here are our top picks for the foodie guide for the Epcot Flowering Garden.
1: Yes. So first up, right off the bat, are the early bloom menu. This is available for March 1st all the way through April 8th. I have, I highlighted the spice cake with cream cheese icing and candied pecans and parsnip.
0: Or pecans, as I would say.
1: Sure. It just, it just looks so nice and so fresh. It and, does look good. And it looks delicious. So I'm excited to try that new this year.
0: Yeah, we're going to post photos of these that we have and then, of course, try them all in about a week or so, yeah. two weeks. All right, Citrus Blossom, the Odyssey. There is a lot of cool stuff. You know, I like these citrus, the Florida, the Honey Bistro. We'll get into all those. All those sort of boosts are always good. couple of new things here. The Orange Sesame Tempura Shrimp with Orange Chili Sauce. I will definitely try that one. And tell me if you're going to like this next one. I've also highlighted here... Everything's new here, but also this is a citrus-baked brie with preserved lemon marmalade, limoncello macerated blueberries, and spiced marcona almonds. That sounds good. Not for me. Not for you? Limoncello is a uh, cocktail liqueur. Of course it is. Yeah, (laughs) so... All right, over at Florida Fresh, near, yes. which is near Disney Trader. So just as you're coming into World Showcase.
1: Yes, this next one for me, which is the Florida Strawberry Shortcake. It's almost like a little sandwich with strawberries sticking out of it. It
0: looks really good.
1: It looks really good. And I'm very excited to try a lot of the sweets this year. As, as long as, as it's actually
0: tell. fresh. It is called Florida Fresh. So let's hope it's not <laughs> if Florida it pre as... <laughs> and then served as fresh.
1: <laughs> exactly. If it looks as fresh as it does in the picture, I am extremely excited to try it.
0: Now over at the Morocco Pavilion at the Tangerine Café, flavors of Medina, This there's the hummus trio. So this is traditional hummus, red beet and black garlic hummus, and avocado herb hummus with Moroccan bread and crispy papadam. This is plant-based, looks really good. Jumping to Canada, Northern Bloom.
1: As this year, we are excited to try the chocolate maple whiskey cake.
0: Yeah, this looks really Can good you see as a well.
1: a theme? I was clearly hungry for baked Goods when I was picking We are having a couple of days at
0: Epcot, so we might have to sort of figure out what we're going to do each day. We are going to share, but still it adds up pretty quickly. Yes, and oh. at the refreshment port, also near Canada.
1: Yeah, so a nice drink to wash it all down. Yeah,
0: a frozen mojito with Boyden Blair rum. There's three new drinks, but I'm going for the frozen mojito. That would be very refreshing, and it looks like it's going to be a hot. Uh, hot time in a couple of weeks
1: yes next up at the honey bistro we've both pegged this this is the chicken and waffles which is crisp honey brine chicken and sweet honey cornbread waffle with whipped honey butter and spicy honey
0: yeah this looks really good and if it's like that mike spicy honey it's not going to be super Chef's spicy kiss. so don't worry about it yeah. yeah that one does definitely look good i'm all in for that another beverage i would say it connections There is the Flower Drop Cocktail. Now, if you like Saint-Germain, elderflower liqueur from France as much as I do, this one is that liqueur with Tito's Vodka and Minute Maid Lemonade. Simple, sweet, easy. I'm going to try this one at home and then test it there. That is at Connections. And then a few more now coming in towards the end of our top picks. In Japan at Hanami, there is a Creamy Shrimp Udon, which is a udon soup with shrimp and spring veggies. Looks really good. And they have a nice beverage there, Sakura Cherry Blossom Pilsner. So it's a beer, cherry beer. I really want to try this one. Yes. And in your favorite pavilion. The France
1: Pavilion. Lots of good stuff here, both new and old. Specifically this year, they, they have, have... the
0: Daube de Bouffe à la Provençale. Yes. So this is a beef dish. With tomato compote. It's all in French, but we'll anglicize it. It's yeah. tomato compote. They have gnocchi in it. From It says niçoise. I lived in Nice, so obviously we'll I will to try this one. We'll be so fact-checking bra- that yeah. for them. It's a braised beef dish with rosemary and gnocchi and other things. So it sounds quite filling.
1: Yeah, it looks pretty good. And then finally at World Showcase... Near Disney Traders, the orange cream cold brew is available at Joffrey's. This is a smooth blend of French roast cold brew with orange and vanilla topping, with a splash of cream, whipped cream, and coconut shavings on top.
0: Yeah, and you can add Kahlua or coffee liqueur, or well, Kahlua is coffee liqueur. <laughs> of course, so of course. Not you sure can. what they mean by that, but yeah. you can make it uh, alcoholic. Yes, and, and for- then the final one over at the American adventure. Well, you'll
1: love this. Also
0: at Joffrey's, <laughs> this is a key lime cold brew. Love this. I really want to try this. A zesty blend of French roast cold brew with key lime and white chocolate topped with a splash of cream, whipped cream, and graham cracker crumble. Would Ooh, you drink
1: this? I would like the graham cracker crumble, and that's about it.
0: And as always, you can add Kahlua. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, make drink this, around <laughs> the world. Drink around the world while you eat around the world. All right. So lots of news this week. Lots of openings, closings, lots of new food coming out. We hope you get a chance to enjoy it. We know we will be. And we will keep you posted on uh, if we were right on our selections. Yes. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Went a little over this week because there's so much news to talk about. As always, follow along on social media at 1923 Main Street. We'll see you again next week and have a magical day.
1: Bye-bye.